paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. This is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the TTA, and you're listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on the China Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 38 for the week of July 13th, 2014. Hello and welcome to another episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. On this week's show, we're going to answer some listener questions. But first, we have a five-star review on iTunes. Yay! <laughs> Hey, Alan, um, why don't you read that for us? Uh, all right, this week, uh, July 8th, earlier this week, from David Benter, uh, D.A. Benter on Twitter. If you haven't already given a listen to this enchanting Disney podcast, now is the time to jump aboard. Alan, Sean, and Keith have proven themselves to be worthy hosts to many a guest, including Disney legend personalities. Join in on the fun this week as Margaret Carey visits the Tiki Hut and spreads her joyful personality along with just the right amount of pixie dust to keep us anticipating her new book release. Just like a Dole Whip, once you try it, you'll be craving each new weekly episode. Thanks, awesome. Dave. We really appreciate wow. that. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. You should be um, our PR guy or something. <laughs> Sound pretty good. We are hiring. We pay zero, but we are hiring. Yeah. <laughs> we'll buy you one Dole Whip on your next trip. Right. Keith will. I was yeah. going to say Sean will. Apparently, he's the one uh, <laughs> suggesting it. Awesome review, Dave. We really appreciate that. Hey, guys, did you hear that we have a voicemail this week? I did hear that. It was awesome to hear. Yeah, I heard it, too. Why don't we let our listeners listen to it? Hi, this is uh, Disney Thanksgiving. I'm calling about my uh, vacation where I took my uh, one-year-old son. We went over to Epcot, and we saw a whole bunch of uh, Disney characters and took him on a couple rides. So I would definitely suggest uh, taking Infant to uh, Disney World. Take care. Bye. This is Disney Thanksgiving on Twitter. Sounds like he agrees with you, Sean. I know you're a big proponent of bringing children to Disney World regardless of the age. It sounds like he kind of is uh, on board with you on that. Yeah, it's, you know, I, 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 he must be, I guess he's, he might be a local, but um, I think it's a great thing. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, your kid's not going to remember this or that, but you know, it goes beyond that. It's, you know, you're having a vacation too, and you, you deserve as a parent to get away from your, you know, your stressful job and, you know, your, your day-to-day life. And it's great to get away and go to Disney World. And you're going to get a priceless, priceless reaction from your, your child alone. That's, you're going to get a memory from them seeing something or seeing a character or just that they're happy. And it just, you know, it all comes together when you're down there. And it, it's so much fun. I, I would, it's also going to be based on the child itself. I mean, there's going to be some kids that you just cannot bring a kid down to Disney World. I can understand that. But if you have a, a good-natured kid that's easygoing, bring them down there. Don't stop yourself. Have fun. It's, you know, so you don't get to go on all the rides. It's not the end of the world. You know, it's just walking around the parks and experiencing the sights and sound of Walt Disney World. That's, you know, that's one of the things I absolutely love about Disney. It's You don't need to go on every ride to have a good time. You can see music. You can... Uh, you could talk to cast members, talk to other people, you enjoy the foods. Uh, yeah, sure. You can see it everywhere. <laughs> well, I hear music. I don't know about you. 
Keith. I can I feel, feel it. it. I feel it. I can see it. But um, yeah, I, I think you should do it. But once again, it's all based on you know what your child. Yeah, deserves. everybody knows their kid obviously right. better than than any of the three of us do. So, you know, but but don't not bring them just because they're young. You know, if you think your kid can can enjoy him or herself, then give it a try. Yeah, the other thing you have to remember is when they're under three years old, you're not paying for them to get into the park. So that's a $300 plus dollar savings right there. So, And if they're under the age of two, you don't have to pay to fly them. As long as you're, as long as you're you know, sitting on your lap on the flight, you don't have to pay for them either. So that's a six to $800 total savings you know, right off the bat. So why not take advantage of it? I would. I did. And plus, I mean... The, the pictures that you get are priceless, and even if a child won't have the memories, um, they will have the photos to see. I mean, yeah, so it's it's worth it, definitely. Yeah, I agree. It's, you know, I'm going to post a video, but this was taken uh, a year ago. So my son was two and a half, and a lot of people say, oh, let's wait until your kid is five. Um, but I'll post a video of my I put together of my son enjoying Disney World last year when he was two and a half years old. Um, I'll post it in the show notes if anybody wants to have a look and, and, and see it. You know, you could see it. You could just, you know, share it, look at it, and you could just see that it doesn't matter what their age is. They're going to have a good time. Speaking of bringing uh, kids to Disney World, uh, we got an email this week from a listener, and he had some he had a question for us about planning a trip to Disney World. I think he had two kids. Uh, Sean, why don't you uh, read us that email, and, and we can talk about what we're doing this week. Yeah, so basically, um, our listener, Shane Dempsey, had emailed us and and said he had an upcoming trip in December. From December 13th through the 19th, he had a budget of $3,000. And he was a family of four with two kids, a seven-year-old girl and a three-year-old boy. And this is the first time that they've ever stayed on site. You know, their previous trips before, they've stayed off property. So they wanted to stay on site. So they wanted to take advantage of Magic Express and all the Disney buses. And they also wanted to see the, the very merry, uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party. So they asked what we could do to help plan their trip. Um, granted, like, you know, as some of you may know that I'm a Disney vacation um, specialist. So I do help plan people's vacations. And, you know, this is the, that's, this is like the fun part of a, of planning someone's trip. It's, you know, you're going to help them make memories and you're going to try to make them save as much money as they possibly can. So I get a kick out of this. And, you know, I, I thought it was fun to, you know, run the numbers here and there. And luckily for them, the free dining promotion was going on. I know that myself and Alan were not really big fans of the, the free dining promotion. Granted, we're DVC members, but a lot of times you can get better deals when you're not using it. But when you, I, I think in their case, it definitely works out to their advantage. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, I've, I've spoken how I, I'm not a fan of it because you end up paying more for your room in order to get the quote unquote free dining. So the, the value the value usually isn't there, especially like you said, since we're vacation club members. But I agree that for uh, this particular situation, with them being kind of on a budget, uh, with the kids and everything, I think the I think the free dining might might come in handy for them. So I definitely think that's a good option for them. It does. I mean, I did the free dining uh, with our our trip in February, and it was the uh, like first time we had used it. We just loved it. Options and. The um, like food that you do get to enjoy that you wouldn't usually pick or buy, but it does kind of depend on the, the situation too. It, like as Alan said, you know, if you can save extra on a room instead of on food, 
then you do, you know, have to um, weigh it out. But we enjoyed it a lot. You know, it also depends on how you like to eat at Disney World. You know, there's a lot of people that don't want to sit down for an hour, hour and a half, however long it's going to take for table service. You know, not everybody wants to do that. There's a lot of people that are on the go. You know, so sometimes some people only eat one meal a day. Sometimes people eat two meals a day. You know, they, some people just prefer to snack through the parks. So you have to try to figure out what's going to work best for your own family as well. So if you, a lot of times for us, we, we are, we're only like basically two meals a day, one, one to two meals a day. So typically it's, you know, breakfast and dinner, or we do um, an early lunch and dinner, or we'll do breakfast and a late lunch. It all, it all depends on we'll snack at night. So, you know, it doesn't, for everybody, you know, everybody's different. Not everybody's going to sit down and, and I understand that. So I take and tell people to to like pack things for um the breakfast, like like cereals or granola bars or pop tarts or stuff like that. You can buy on sale at home, like pack and take with you, so that you don't you know have to go out so and pay for breakfast, which normally you're like rushed. Let's just get some nourishment in and hit the parks rather than you know going and sitting down and paying for a large portion to breakfast at Disney World. Yeah, so getting back on track, you know, there was a couple options with the dining plan. There was, uh, you know, you could do the, the one that comes with, basically to stay in within his budget, the the all-stars were going to be the best option for him. Yeah. And for the, the six-day, I, I included, I, I figured it was, they can do the park hopper and the quick service dining. I figured that was a really good option and just that came in and I believe it was 250548 2500548 with the the park hopper and the quick service dining. Now, you know, the quick service dining you're going to get the the two quick service meals per day. You get the snack, you get the um, the refillable mug. So, see, I it, didn't I didn't do park park hopper for them because of the ages of their kids. And I don't have kids, so maybe I'm maybe I don't get it, but to me with the ages of his kids they're going to spend an awful lot of time at the Magic Kingdom. And right. I didn't, to me, I didn't see that uh, since I was trying to get it as low of a budget as possible so they'd have some extra spending money because we all know there's going to be something that the kids want, you know, a right. T-shirt or candy or whatever. So I was trying to get the, the number as low as I could. I skipped on the park copper because I figure, you know, they'll, they'll spend maybe a day at Epcot, maybe a day at Hollywood Studios. And those are big maybes for kids of that right. age. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, and then if they, you know, they, once they go to Magic Kingdom, I think they're going to hang out in Magic Kingdom most of their time. So I, I skipped the park hoppers to save some money. Uh, but I uh, I did All-Star Sports like you did, a standard room, and mine came to 22, basically we'll call it 2250 Okay. Um, with the free quick service dining plan. So I saved him a little bit of money there. I did um, agree with Alan. I skipped on the park hopper because I figured it out that the price of the hopper pretty much offset the cost of the Christmas party. Right. Pretty much, Yeah, pretty close so, to it. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you want to get the Christmas party in and still stay, you know, within uh, that budget, I skipped on the park hopper. Also, I chose Hop Century. I know... Here comes my Pop Century uh, advertisement. But it's basically the same price as what you're paying for the All-Stars, but you do get isolated a bus route so that you don't have to spend extra time on the bus stopping uh, at each of the All-Star resorts before the park. So I put them on at Pop Century, which was around like 2200 bucks. 
so just to take a step back with the the park hopper, one of the reasons why I did include it, like you know, Alan, what you were saying was that you know because of the studios and because of Animal Kingdom, they might not necessarily spend the whole day there, and it might be easier for them to you know maybe they don't want to go back and swim for you know the the rest of the day. So that's the reason why I did include Park Hopper, so that just they did have the ability to go back to the Magic Kingdom. Because I know with my son was, you know, we'd go Epcot or the studios in the morning, and they'd be like, oh, I want to go back to the Magic Kingdom. Well, my son would have been devastated if I told him that uh, we're going to have to wait till tomorrow because we don't have a Park Hopper. <laughs> you know, but that's just my son, so that's the reason why I did choose Park Hopper for them, just because of the, the ages. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to, you know, he'll have to decide if... if you know, if that's going to work for him or not, uh, whether the park hoppers are are good for him and his family, uh, you know, it's, I definitely see where you're coming from. You know, if they do go to Hollywood Studios in the morning, they're pretty much stuck there without park hoppers, and that wouldn't be much fun for for kids uh, of that age. For the most part, they're not going to get to enjoy very much there. But I guess I guess I just assume they probably wouldn't really go there uh, and just spend most of their time at the Magic Kingdom anyway. So. Right. Yeah, they might not. So that that's kind of up to up to Shane. Now the other the other thing that I did add with I gave them the uh, the option was to upgrade to the, the plus dining plan if they wanted to, and that would have been another two hundred and sixty two dollars, and that would have brought them up to twenty seven sixty seven sixty eight. So I seem to remember them saying he that they weren't. Really yeah, they didn't eaters, really want to right? sit. Right. Yeah, they don't really want to do any sit down meals. But, you know, it's a possibility that, you know, for that much more, they would have the ability to do um, a sit-down meal, a character meal. I know because you're pretty much past the six-month mark, you're not going to get, like, Ohana's, you're not going to get Chef Mickey's. But a a really great alternative to Chef Mickey's is actually Kate May Cafe at uh, the Beach Club. That's actually one of my favorite uh, character meals, character breakfasts. That's just breakfast only. The characters only there for breakfast, and it's usually not. It's not as crazy as say Crystal Palace or even the Contemporary. It's a lot more laid back, in my opinion. It's got a lot smaller eating area. There's not as many options, but you still have your, you know, your your big ones. You have your, you know, your eggs, your waffles, your uh, your bacon, your grits, which I'm a huge fan of grits, and you know your fruits and, and vegetables and things like. Not vegetables, but yeah, but the fruits. Um, but it's a great alternative, and you get to see Minnie, Donald, and Goofy in their swim outfits. There's no Mickey there, though. Uh, that is a downside. So if your kids are big Mickey fans, they won't be able to see in there. But you know, it's it's fun actually seeing them dressed up in their bathing suits, and I get a kick out of that. Isn't Chef Mickey's the only place you can see Mickey, at least as far as um, uh, meals? Are no, concerned? no, you can actually see him. As of, you know, last time I checked, he was at Ohana's for breakfast, I believe, with Pluto. I think he oh, is, is yeah. Ohana breakfast, yeah. like Lilo and Stitch. Yes, and it, it's called the the Friends or Pals breakfast or something like that, Ohana's Pals breakfast. And, yeah, Mickey and, and Pluto are there with Lilo and Stitch. I don't know if there's anybody else. I don't remember offhand, but, uh, yeah, Mickey is there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, um, I see where you're coming from. They may want to up, you know, have a, a sit-down meal at some point. But based on his email, I feel like if they do decide they want to do Cafe Cafe, which I agree is a perfectly good option, I think they'd be more inclined to, to spend a little bit of extra for that one meal as opposed right. to upcharging for the entire week where they may or may not use 
all six sit down credits. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to well, twenty four, I guess technically. But. If they're going to do some more sit downs, then it would be a great deal for them to upgrade to it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, just stick with the standards. To, and especially with the service. with the young kids. I mean, how much are they really going to eat? So I think right, counter service right. is probably a better option for them anyway. Because um, there's some great counter options that that he and his oh, wife yeah. can, can choose so that they can get some decent food. I mean, the kids are going to get the same thing everywhere. You know, chicken fingers, mac and cheese. <laughs> pizza i mean it's all like kids meals are pretty much the same everywhere for the most right. part right yeah and the, and you know the beauty of it is that they, you know they can go to the be our guest for lunch and you know he's got a seven-year-old daughter who's more than likely into princesses and and what's better than to eat in the the, the beast castle you know for lunch so and there's some good food options there for both adults and kids so you know you can't complain about that so at least you get some sort of the you know the princess vibe you're not paying for uh you know the princess meals but at least you're eating in beast castle so that's a neat thing also too also with that that dining plan too you do get a ton of food i mean the one way that i found to use up the credits and not make yourself like extremely full um, especially with the snacks desserts is to if you take them for back to your room the snacks especially i mean um, you can um use those for like like packaged candies and stuff too take home you don't have to sit there and like stuff yourself use up your point there's other ways to kind of work the system so to speak it becomes well, a, a souvenir too yeah that's right the, that's the second best thing to do with snack credits the best right. being food and wine festival using them on the booth of the food and wine festival but obviously that's not this time of year so the best thing to do with snack credits is you know grab those uh rice crispy treats or you know whatever the other pre-packaged treats are that that come home with you and in that way for the next you know week or two after you get home you can still kind of get a little bit of disney and, and help you get over those post disney blues that we all go through so yep. That's the best thing to do. And, and Shane, while you're there, make sure that you do see the Osborne Festival of, of Dancing Lights. I mean, that's a that's a must-see. Don't miss that. I don't know if you've ever seen them before, but your kids are going to absolutely love it. I mean, that's that's just that's a high priority. That's number one on my list when I go to Disney during that time of year. Yeah. I've got to see it. Yeah, that is a that is a great thing to see. And he also mentioned going to, to see Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Party. I think the price ran around two seventy. Yeah, something like yeah. 275 yeah. yes 274 okay. and some change so right. i mean for for the book for the plans i had him for i had him about 2525 dollars roughly so i mean he's still got about 475 dollars left for you know quote unquote intangibles whether that's uh you know t-shirts or that one upgrade on the meal or or whatever because yeah, inevitably there's going to be souvenirs that have to be bought and Oh yeah, $475 goes in a hurry at Disney World, trust oh, yeah. me on that. Yeah. I can spin that in a blink of an eye when I'm down there and I don't have kids. So. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, the Christmas parties, you know, a lot of people are going to say that the, the Halloween party is the better of the two, and, and I have to agree. But the Christmas party, if you've never seen it before, it's definitely a great value. It's it's fun. It's you know the kids get to see snow coming down on Main Street. Just don't try to catch it with your tongue and eat it. It's not going to taste. Don't eat good. the soapy snow. <laughs> no, don't eat it. That's what happened to Keith. And, uh, yeah, and look what happened. Yeah. I've never actually done the Christmas party. I've done the Halloween party, and it's great. I do want to see the Christmas party, but I agree. I think if you've never seen it, they're both worth seeing once. I just think that once you've seen them both. I think the Halloween party for most people is going to be the uh, the one that gets repeated more often. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Yeah, that's usually the case. I've seen that many more times in the Christmas party, but like I'm going again in November and I'm going to be seeing it again. I don't necessarily want to see it, but I do kind of want to see it. And because we're going with people who haven't been there before, so yeah, we're going to let them fun. see that. It's fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, you know, I think there's just more extra stuff at the Halloween party. Oh, yeah, because you get the trick or treat show, yeah. uh, the, the villains dance party or whatever the hell. It's not a dance party. Costumes but, and the, you know. Yeah, all the different costumes and stuff. So I just think there's more, up, yeah. there's more extra stuff. I mean, I think it, at Christmas, the, the extra stuff is. Like uh, cookies and milk and the the snow, right. which is great. Yeah. I mean, that's you get great. stage you get stage shows too, and yeah. you get uh, carolers and things along those lines. You know, it definitely adds to the uh, the festiveness of, of the party. So, you know, it depends. If you're a huge Christmas person, yes, definitely go see it. I mean, that's yeah, it, it's definitely worth seeing. Like I said, I've never seen it, and I want to see it. I just uh, haven't been down in December uh, recently to, to check it out. So one day soon. Also too, uh, for Shane, uh, for the savings tip, the day that he planning on uh, the Christmas party, you do get admission to park, um, uh, like starting at, I think it's like 4 PM. Um, yeah, yeah 4 PM. I think the tickets say seven or eight, seven, seven I believe. Yeah. The tickets yeah. say seven, but you do get to get in at four. So yeah. don't so, waste, a. Don't waste a parking ticket on that day, as far as I'm concerned. You know, exactly. do something else that yeah. day. Maybe take the kids to downtown Disney. Maybe, you know, hang out at the pool. You can explore golf. some of the other resorts. Yeah, putt-putt, mini-golf. And then head to the Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. You get in a little bit early, uh, and then you can go, obviously, until the kids conk out. And uh, you still get a really good full day in the Magic Kingdom with that. And make sure, if you're into the... Um Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom that you go over to the firehouse and you get the special card that they well the last two years they've been giving it away it's a you know it's a rare card that only give away at the the Christmas and Halloween parties and make sure you get one of those because they're they're pretty cool to have yeah those and uh, there's always a special pin too that yes yeah. uh, for the parties and even if you're not a pin collector that's still you know a fun little kind of knickknack or, or whatever mm-hmm. to remember a trip by and especially those that are you know quote-unquote limited edition i mean they're they're not that limited edition but you can only get them during the party so there's merchandise that's available just for the party that you should definitely look into so shane i hope you have a great time with your trip i hope we were able to help you out a little bit and uh, be sure to leave us a voicemail during before or even after your trip and let us know how everything's going we'd love to hear about it call us when you're in line for uh for santa and we can uh, (laughs) leave us a message and one i had one other kind of cost saving thing before we wrap it up for shane um it's hit and miss so i don't know if it's going to be going on then but sometimes at the counter service restaurants when you buy lunch they'll kind of randomly print on your receipt um that you can get 20 is it 20 percent off sean i believe it's 20 at um certain merchandise locations usually the big one obviously is the world of disney store at downtown disney right that's a good way you're eating at a counter service location anyway kind of keep an eye on that i like i said i can't guarantee that they're going to be offering that when you're down there because it i don't i don't really notice a, a trend in when it's offered and when it isn't offered but um it's it's a really good way to I mean, if you're already buying lunch you're not spending any extra money to get that discount hold on to your receipt and take it to downtown Disney, and it's actually good on everything. Um, when we went in February, we actually bought a, one of those Dooney and Burke bags for my wife, and it counted on that, which is a wow. substantial amount of wow. savings yeah, on those good. bags, of course. But yeah, really. And I know you're. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Shane's not going to buy one of those, but you know, 
you know, whatever he does buy, 20% off is 20% off. So take it. <laughs> yep. so yeah. Keep an eye out for those for sure. And, and if you want to leave a message for us, it's uh, 2564MyTiki. 2564MyTiki. T-I-K-I, just so you can leave a message. So guys, we had posted on Twitter for people to ask other questions for us, and we'll try to answer them. Um, I know we had a couple of them that we're going to go ahead and answer right now. Uh, but first, I don't know if I had mentioned, but uh, I'm down to my last 12 cans of Cheerwine. So I'm having one oh, of them no. now. Yeah, so I was, at, I was at Unlucky 13. So that's going into my belly right now. So I have 12 left. So my stash is getting very low. Uh, <laughs> I brought back 17 of 12 packs wow. from our trip um, to uh, the, the Outer Banks in June. Um, and I'm down to like 14, 12 packs. So I'm, I'm enjoying can. Um, it's in uh, my Tiki Room tumbler, which is cool. Yeah, I can get through it whenever I want. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we hate you, Alan. Okay. <laughs> Didn't we have a big conversation about that this week? I know, I know. Okay, it's fine. I get it. Well, if you rub it in, I mean. <laughs> All right, so one of the questions we had gotten was from um, Rob Murick, Single Rider Line on Twitter. And what resort and restaurant is good for a large group of people of between 15 and 18? That's a huge group of people. That's... <laughs> that is. I couldn't even imagine, like, traveling for that many people down there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's that's tough. Believe it or not, I mean, there's there's not a huge, huge list of restaurants that could handle that many. Um, Ohana's can. A lot of restaurants actually can, but a lot of them don't. Um, but Ohana's can. I've heard, uh, I've heard Ohana won't put your won't push tables together though, so you can no. get there, but you're gonna all sit you know, near each other, but you're not gonna like sit with each other. But they do have a large table there. There's a large table, and I don't remember offhand how many it sits, but there is a table that uh, they... I don't know if it's just one large table. They do put ta- a table together. There's just one spot where they actually will have a large group of people, and I don't remember how many that is, but that's one of those things that could only be for uh, wedding parties or special events, so sometimes you need to go through them when you're booking a large group to get that advantage, but... Uh, um, you know, some of the restaurants you can get away with it where you might have, you know, you could fit four to six at a table and you'll be spaced out. I know I've seen large groups at um, Whispering Canyon before. Um, I've seen large groups at the Beach Club before at Cape May Cafe. Um, I saw a large group at Gico. You did? Okay. But it was like a, it was some kind of a party. So it was, I, I, I'm sure they booked it special. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't something they just did. I, I'm sure they had to book it special because it was, you know, several tables pushed together and you know, it was, you know, one guy paid the bill. So it was, something was going on, some kind of right you know, event of some sort for them. Yeah. That's such a tough thing when you're in such a large group, it's really hard to get everybody together. You know, in the, if you were eating in the parks, it makes it a little bit easier. You know, there becomes there's some other options. It's, um, you know, the beer garden. You can you're gonna have to go with a couple tables, but you can all be sort of close together. Um, I know that uh, the Vianopoli, you can do it too with a large table. They have a large table there. They have a large table down the middle. Yep, that uh, could probably fit a large number of people. I mean, honestly, most of the restaurants you can probably make it work, but there's only I'd say there's only a handful of restaurants that you're going to sit together at. Right. Yeah. I had two ideas 
one um, is Balma. They do have a big like center table. It seems as like it fits up like 12 or so, but I'm not sure. Like what's said, it's like if you, you know, call them obviously and talk to them and tell them, you know, <laughs> that you have this big group of people and to try and work it out. But the other one, um, Backyard Barbecue, it's at Fort Wilderness. It is like a character, like dining, but it does have like, like those big um, picnic tables. Could fit lots of people at, but yeah, that's a tough one. So the other question that he had asked was, what ride at Magic Kingdom is good for eight to ten people? <laughs> Omni movers. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, anything. Well, pirates. They're all going to make you work. The pirates you can probably get. You probably get your own boat for pirates. Yeah. It's a small world. You're going to get your own boat. Yeah. The people mover. Um, you know, you can fit eight people on what two cars, I guess, mm-hmm. of the uh, people mover. Um, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, the whole group's going to get on one boat. The Haunted Mansion, you know, that it just keeps on moving. Um, You'd be close Peter together. Peter Pan, too, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if Peter Pan and, and Haunted Mansion really, I mean, yeah, you're going to be all in this kind of, you know, car after car after car, but you're not really enjoying it as a group the way you are pirates if you're all on a boat together or anything like that. Right. You know, what other <laughs> option do you have? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the uh, Seven Mine train, what is that, hold six, I believe? Yeah. No, it's more than that. No, it's more than that. I think they have... Well... Uh, I've only seen pictures. I've been on. Yeah, well, you'll get... You'll get, you'll get everybody will get on that. Everybody will get on um, Big Thunder Mountain. You'll get everybody on that one. I mean, granted, it'll be two by two by two, but at least everybody will be on the same train. Right. Um, Splash Mountain is six, right? Correct? Uh, six or eight. Six. I think it's six. Thanks. So you'll have to use yeah. two, two for that. Um, and then Big Thunder, uh, yeah, Big Thunder's give everybody everybody's on that one. Uh, yeah, for the most part, believe it or not, I mean, probably seventy percent of the attractions you'll get everybody on one car. Even even Goofy's Barnstorm, you'll get everybody on that one. It just it might you know not be facing each other or in the same vehicle, but at least that you'll be able to ride it at the same time get off at the same time and keep on moving another question we had from Kayla Parks Parks underscore princess at uh, Twitter on Twitter was where can four girls age 20 do age 22 go outside the parks that fun this is right up our alley yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I got nothing Um. (laughs) the ideas just started flowing when I I read this Um. and the best my my first thought is um, you know you do a bar crawl of some type um you know, maybe around the resort loop and hit the Tambu Lounge and hit Top of the World if you're able to, and then hit, uh, was it Misner's over at Grand Floridian? I mean, that's something you can do. I had two um, that uh, Atlantic Dance Club. It's a uh, boardwalk, like a dance club, also like a DJ and stuff at night. And uh, Blitzville, too, um, to downtown. I thought of it would be like a fun way to just uh, go and stuff and hang out. Yeah, it's definitely a good place to choose. Um, you know, staying in downtown Disney, another good place to actually go for drinks and entertainment is um, Raglan Road. Yeah. You know, because they have uh, the Irish step dancers there. It's a great bar. There's a lot of drinks to choose from. You know, so downtown Disney has some some really, really good options. Um, a couple of the ones I had thought of for them would be, you know, going back to the boardwalk would be Jelly Rolls. Yeah, Jelly Rolls. The, yeah, the dueling pianos, man. That's... Uh, that's great to start off your night or end your night. That's fun. And then another one I had thought of would be uh, Yeehaw Bob at Port Orleans Riverside. Oh, yeah. 
you know, that's, you know, maybe you want to start your night off there. But the second showing of the night is a little more adult oriented. It's less, there's less kids there. So it's a little more, I don't, I don't want to say risque, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, but it's, it's more themed towards adults in, in, in some sense. So that's another option for you ladies to go to. Yeah, I don't think anybody goes to uh, Atlantic Dance Hall, so don't bother with that one. But uh, <laughs> I think the uh, the other alternative is uh, City Walk at Universal. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I hate to be like that, but you know, the City Walk's going to have a little bit more nightlife, quote unquote, uh, for you. But but right. you can definitely, depending on what you're, you and your friends are into, you can definitely find some things to do. There's there's a ton of bar. I mean, every resort has a bar, and some of them are really, really nice. So depending mm-hmm. on where you're staying, you know, you can go hit up some bars. Uh, I've heard Jelly Rolls is a lot of fun, so that's an option for yeah. you as well. And, you know, the other thing is is what can be fun is that, you know, it's if you don't have a car, it's very hard to get to a, a bar or a liquor store or whatever it is to, to get some stuff to drink. Is if you're a wine drinker, is go to Germany, the Germany Pavilion, grab some bottles of uh, wine and bring it back to your resort and go maybe sit by the hot tub or swim in the pool. I'm not saying to bring your glass into the pool, but uh, <laughs> you can keep it near it. And, uh, you know, that's a good option, too. Or just plop uh, them in some old uh, empty uh, some water bottles or something real classy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. It's, it, it all depends on what you, you know what you want to do. You want to be, you want to night out on the a town in a way. Then there's you know more crazy places that you can go to, but they're really not going to be at Disney anymore. But uh, you can still have a fun time at the places that we mentioned. We had one other question on Twitter from Andrea Roberts, which is A N D P P E S thirteen on Twitter, and she had asked, "Was my question for you guys is if you can only do one thing the next time you're in Walt Disney World, what would it be?" Mm. Um, is food included, or is it just like one attraction ride show, or is it? Just... Well, it just says one thing, so I, I guess no, it could right. be anything, any any one thing at Disney World that you'd want to do. If I can only do one thing, I'm I'm, I'm going to wander. I can only do one thing. <laughs> I, I would I would I would pick uh, Wandering World Showcase. I would pick World Showcase as a thing. That might be stretching it a little bit, but since uh, yeah, that's since she didn't specify, I'm going with that. I mean, I've said on on other shows that's that's my happy place. You know, if I'm trying to kind of cheer myself up or whatever, and I think about Disney, I'm usually I think of myself walking around World Showcase. So that's what I would pick. I think for myself, I would probably choose the monorail because. Uh, you know, it's a nice long ride, especially if you do, you know, both loops. It's a, it's a long ride. You get to see inside Epcot. It's air conditioned. It's Disney. It's, um, you know, it's an iconic attraction. So I, that's probably what I would choose. And I love the monorail and it's, you know, it's relaxing just to sit on there and, and look at everything either during the day or at night. I mean, it's two totally different experiences. Yeah. Um, if I had to choose just one thing, I would probably say... Uh, watch Wishes. That show brings a smile to my face and just the fireworks and the, <laughs> the music and everything. It just, you know, that's when I know that I'm there. So I guess if I just had to go there for one thing and walk out, it's Wishes. Definitely not a bad choice. I mean, other than the fact that Wishes is the worst of the nighttime shows at Walt Disney World, that's not a bad choice. <laughs> In your opinion. In my opinion. Correct. Yeah. Keith, I agree with you. I love wishes. 
I love the music. I love the fireworks. I love the atmosphere. Give it to me. <laughs> Be easy there, Dyke. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for this week. I want to thank everybody for sending us in those questions and Shane for sending us that email. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Uh, check out our store over at RedBubble.com. And, of course, follow us at Tiki Talk Podcast on Twitter. And lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DoleWhipDaily and online at DoleWhipDaily.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight, and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Hey guys, did you hear that we had a voicemail this week? I did hear that, yeah. I yeah. did listen to it. Why don't we let our guests or get? <laughs> Why don't we let our <laughs> listeners listen to it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm do that again. <laughs>